Alright folks, welcome back to Simba Box World. Today we're going to be talking about good old-fashioned America. Actually, kind of. Today, with my special guest co-host, Mr. Weekly. Making my ever-present return, as expected. <laughs> I don't know what it is, I just feel that people who would speak in this tone in particular vernacular would uh, breathe heavily between their pauses and their sentences. Ken oh. says I've ever met one that actually does speak in this particular manner, but this is how I imagine they speak. Your dad speaks like that, except kind of slower. Like he's thinking about what he says before he says it. Oh, yeah. Like, he's actually doing human things like we're supposed to. Like, yeah. think before we speak. Unlike the majority of professional wrestlers, especially when they decided or, to play a heel. Or gun owners in the face of, um, fucking... Logic and common sense? What? Okay. Well, today, that brings us our, into our fucking, um, thing we're doing today. We're doing a... Game show is a trivia game show. Kind of, sort of. Okay. I'm calling it uh, uh, Inebriated Superfan, where we both get inebriated and we answer questions about things we're superfans of. Today, I am asking weekly questions about guns. And today, I'm asking Reinhardt little trivia questions about professional wrestling here in America. I try uh, to keep it down to American to make it pretty, to increase the chances that he's seen it. Because uh, I am a super fan of wrestling. I love wrestling. I love everything about fucking wrestling. I do not watch New Japan Pro Wrestling just because I don't, I, I can't. I have no way to watch it unless I like delve into the interwebs. And sometimes the interwebs are big and scary. Sometimes, a lot of times, they're very big and scary. You know what else is big and scary? Some of this my name. favorite things in the... Mm. Some of my favorite things in this world. Firearms. I love the big ones. The big ones have always been my favorites, but not necessarily the most powerful. I'm talking like the the three-quarter inch caliber. Like, you know, you think a 50 cal is big, right? Mm-hmm. Used to muskets shot bullets that weren't a half inch. They were three-quarters of an inch around. They were fucking huge, and that's awesome to me. It's a cannon. Well, today I have prepared, actually, what is this? 15 plus 3... Four bonus questions. Bonus questions. Yeah. Each question's worth a point, except three of the bonus questions, which are worth five points. Okay, this is going to tell me right here if I'm going to be able to answer any of them. Can you pronounce all the words you wrote clearly? I think. Not saying can you read it. Can you pronounce those words? There's one that I'm going to, that I'm going to have to spell so out. So out of context, spell it out for me. That's cheating. Oh, oh, is, that, is, it, is it the answer? That this yes, it's the answer. Okay, then. Uh, hopefully I'll say it right, then, if I know it. Yeah. And mine, for you, honestly, I wanted to hit you with some of them classics. But All right. I didn't go too far. I didn't, I didn't go too far past, I think, like, the late 80s is about when I tried to keep it. Late 80s, early 90s was about as far back as I went. Mostly. I didn't want to hit you with a... So who was Lumpress Larry from the, what was it, AWL, the American Wrestling League? Do you remember who Lumpress Larry was? I don't. 
Holy shit. It was a fan parody of a wrestler. That wasn't, that's not even a question I had. That's one of those I knew from watching it on ESPN Classic, the Pops, years ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't want to hit you with that shit. I don't expect you to be asking me about fucking Swiss straight pull bolt actions. No, actually. <laughs> Thank Dude, God, because I, I don't got... know any of the names. <laughs> I know they're cool and they're really accurate. And that's all I knew about them. Half these questions I don't remember fucking writing, writing down, down or looking up. So I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to be asking because I got really fucking intoxicated. Well, as I'm sure you can for the questions I've got for you here for professional wrestling... I'll give a little bit of extra story if I know the answer, if okay. I'm right about it. All right. I'm thinking uh, I'll ask you the questions first, and then after we... One to one to one to one. Oh, we're doing one to one. We get as far as we can on the list. All right. Well, uh, every four questions, uh, I got 15 ready for you. Mm-hmm. Every four questions is going to be a bonus question. I'll just ask, um, like, number four, and I'll ask the question, and then I'll ask the bonus one after it okay okay so first question what was the first semi-automatic pistol put into production okay I will give you a hint two words and it's a name and it's a name semi-automatic pistol two words and it's a name okay so I'm gonna guess Stab in the dark here. If I remember correctly, it's the late 1800s. I don't remember the year. Oh, shit. Because I know there was only one in production. There's, um... The Mauser pistol was in the 1890s. So not the Mauser. I know it's not the Mauser. Because in order for it to be in production, mind you, it's basically just scaled down to Rand action, but no one wants to address that. Um, oh, my God. Like a male name or like a last name? It's a male name. Male name? <laughs> well, it's a male first name and a male just a general fucking last name. I will, it, it is Spanish. Oh, okay. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I can't pronounce that. I don't even remember the first letter of the fucking name. You know what? Uh, oh, God, I wanted to keep saying it in fucking French. Fusil. Five no. seconds. Oh, no. Buddy. I, I I give that one up immediately. First question, I'm a gun nut, don't know the answer. What's up? Salvador Dormus. <sighs> I did not know that at all. Yep. The Salvador Dormus lookout, but you don't have that written down. No. I just I just asked. Yeah. I'll be researching that because that does sound incredibly interesting. <laughs> Excuse me. Alright. Now, you got a question for me. Mm-hmm. Yes I do. Mm-hmm. This group is famous professional wrestling. And they'll be famous in the apocalypse. It's about the four horsemen. Which of these stars has never been a member of the four horsemen? Sting, Paul Roma, Kurt Hennig, Bobby Eaton. Who hasn't been a member of the Four Horsemen? I know Sting has. 
Sting. I know Bobby Eaton has. Bobby Eaton. What was the two? Uh, uh, the, the other, other two? two are Paul Roma. Paul Roma. Or Mr. Perfect. Oh, Kurt. Oh. Paul Roma. Sting joined the Four Horsemen in 1989. Correct. And stayed a member for one year. Both Mr. Perfect and Paul Roma joined the Horsemen for a year in 93 and 97, respectively. Bobby Eaton. I got that one wrong. Okay. Damn. Damn. Hey, it's all right. We came out the gates fucking swinging. We came out (coughs) hard. (coughs) This hookah hits hard. Which it actually, does. I can take a picture of the hookah and put it in the Zima box. Oh yeah, it's a lovely blue. I love it. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Guess what? Got that on twenty percent day off. Day off. Hell yeah. And that's definitely not a designer hookah. That's definitely uh, made in the <coughs> virus land. All right, this next question for you. I'm pretty sure you know it, but listen to how I ask the question. What is the largest production? Caliber bullet. Uh, Seven hundred Nitro Express is still in production. That's a big. I'll give you a hint. It's bigger. Is it the nine sixty four? Because I didn't know that was in production. I thought it was that too. It's not. It's not in production. Well, all right. So it's between the seven hundred Nitro and the nine sixty four. Is it? Is it? I'm guessing it's smaller than the 964. Yes, it is. And we're talking the largest round bullet? The largest production caliber bullet. I want to say it's the 850 Express Magnum. Is it the 850 Nitrous Express Magnum? It is not. Fuck, what is it? The 950 JDJ. Oh... That's not even a super performer. All right. No, no, I didn't know that. That's on me. Man, wow. the first semi-automatic pistol, didn't know. The second one, largest production caliber, didn't know. I really thought it would be the one inch of the 964. I really did. Wow. I'm going to skip that one. And I'm going to skip that one because that one's ridiculous. Here we go. Two names. <coughs> who were the members of the American Males who wrestled together from 95 to 96? Who were the members of the American Males who wrestled together from 1995 to 1996? Even though their title reign was short-lived, the American Males are one of WCW's most popular tag teams during their time together. Give me the hint with WCW. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Are they popular names? No, well, as in in general, like names names? Or like, are they... Wrestling. Are they wrestling? popular wrestlers? Not anymore. Not anymore. But Not they anymore. probably were at one time. They Well, I mean, they were the most popular tag team. Fuck. Wasn't DX... Unfortunately. 
I give up. Who? Marcus Bagwell and Scotty Riggs. Motherfucking Marcus Bagwell. <sighs> they were famous. They were big. I didn't know that. You stumped me again. Wait, maybe we're not the super fans we think we are, dude. Well, I don't know. I, I think I've heard you talk about my third question, which is, what is the smallest production caliber bullet? Actually, no. I mean, it's a 4.5 millimeter, but I, I, I'm assuming you're talking about, like, common cartridge. Literally, what I wrote was smallest bullet. Smallest bullet. Smallest bullet. There's a one... I think... Uh, it, it's a gun. It's, like, this big. Know what I'm talking about? That minigun? Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about a normal firearm, not a piece? I was high when I made this. I don't know. Is it like a one and a half millimeter? You're close. Is it one millimeter? Like one more guess. You're close. Am you're, I going the right direction? You're closer to the one and a half. Oh, so it's a two. Yes. Yeah, that's it. it. Ding, ding, ding. Point it's for that, weekly. That little goddamn. It's like a keychain fob, people. I don't count that as a bullet, man. Well, it. I put two millimeter colibri. Yeah, colibri. It, dude, no, no, that. I'm still. Oh god, dude, your questions are gonna kill me all night. You know that? Look, all right. Well, I got some easy ones. I got, I got some about fucking John Moses Browning. Because I remembered. Right. Okay, so but I, I got that's one. That's later in the list. All right, let's that's go. my own. Who's responsible for the outcome of the Milan miracle? You know this one. Motherfucking... Alright, so... Santino Morella. Okay, so yes. He was a part of it. Who's was this? a fan when Bobby Lashley was the Intercontinental title. Uh, no. No, it was, uh... Umaga. Yeah. And Umaga's fucking business associate, forget his fucking name, pointed to the crowd and was like, Hey, who wants to, who wants to fight for the Intercontinental title against Santino Umaga? Santino Morella. Yep. Santino Morella comes out. Getting his ass fucking whooped. All of a sudden, Bobby Lashley, who was having a feud with Omaha at the time, just comes rushing in, picks up fucking Santino, just fucking destroys Omaha, and then picks up Santino Morello, puts him on Omaha, boom, there you go. Milan Miracle. Ding, ding, ding. Point for Anthony. So, the person responsible was. Technically speaking, Vince McMahon. But Santino Morello, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, that's what I'm looking for. That was a weird question. Let's put it this way, though. At the end of the day, if Bobby Lashley hadn't done that, it never would have happened. Since Morello would not have beaten Maga. True. Oh, no, no. I take that back. Maybe you'd have jumped the Jack contest. God rest in Maga's soul. That man, like... From what I hear, he was a very good, genuine person. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. Like, he was always smiling, like, hey, everybody. And he was a member... He's a member of the uh, Fatu Samoan Dynasty. Yep. It's just he happened to have this character he played, and he played it so well. It's like uh, the NXT wrestlers today. His name is Kyle O'Reilly, mm-hmm. member of the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Everybody, if you ask him how to describe uh, Kyle O'Reilly, I've heard multiple people say verbatim, class act. I think he's like a huge heel. Undisputed Era, yeah. They're, they're all kind of huge. Kind of like, it's kind of like, like yeah, we're better than you. Kind of heel, not like the old school days. 
Whereas, like, I'm a heel because I'm now the Undertaker or the new brood. You know. Man. Or, no. The brood. I don't even think there was a new brood. Back that when they made you want to hate the person, not hate the character. Yeah. It'd be really good. Alright. Alright. Fuck me up, fam. Who invented the bullet? The bullet. As in, like, the mini ball that really Not began. the musket. The bullet. Uh, but what I mean is, like, the modern bullet-shaped bullet? Yes. That was a French dude. His name was Mini. He invented the mini ball uh, breech loader round. Basically, okay, so... I don't have that answer. Well, let me explain why I think it's this one. It's because... Back at the time, they were having a little bit of difficulty getting accuracy even out of rifled muzzle loaders because there was an issue. They relied on wadding to seal the projectile. Sometimes it wouldn't exactly be reliable. It would break apart a little bit, even though it was greased. Many found a way to fix that while still incorporating a breech loader design. He made the first one of the first bullet-shaped projectiles. It had a hollow cavity in the back. Mm. When the black powder charge went off, that hollow cavity would get hot and under the pressure, expand to fit the rifling better. All right, I think I should give you for okay, that. So just because I know that. As far as I'm, let's yeah, see if I'm I can give you this one answer. What's the answer? Henry Gustav, this is a name that I had trouble with. D-E-L-V-I-G-N-E. Henry Devigne? D-E-I... D-E-L-V-I-G-N-E. Delvine. Delvine. Okay, that makes sense. Henry Gustav Delvine. That's who Delvine. I got. Okay. Okay. Do you possibly have meant cartridge? Possibly. Okay. Let, let me I'm still going to give you the point. Well, j just because I knew that whole bunch of, like, senseless history and trivia we random... Can, we can check on that right, in a little we'll, bit. We'll check on that in a little bit. We'll get back to it on the next session. I'll make sure yes. to answer that. Bonus for five points, though, which I don't know. What year? Oh, shit. It is in the early 1800s. Yeah, I was thinking 1835 or 6. You're close, but it is not the 30s. Not the 30s, was it the 20s? 27. Oh, 25, 26. Boom. 1826 26. AD. I don't know why I wrote AD. Because you were high as fuck on this. No. Jeez, you know what? I guess I'm not a gun super fan. Like, I preach, you know, the, the good word of no, the Lord no. Jesus and John Moses. I have, I have heard you go on for hours about a particular bullet. 45 ACP. Um, but again, there is a question about 45 ACP on this list. Too. Watch me not know the answer. I know that round inside and out, and watch me not know the fucking answer. Awesome. But guess what I have? Huh? That's a question for you. It's about job titles. Oh. What do you call the poor sap that purposely loses matches to hype up the opponent? Jobber. Oh, shit. Well, fuck it. Point to Reinhardt. Okay. Bonus question. Who's Mark Henry's most famous jobber? Who's Mark Henry's most famous jobber? Oh yeah, he got some critical acclaim. 
We're from a one-time game. Colin Delaney. Colin Delaney. All right, two points for Anna. Not even keeping track of the points. I think you have like five now. I don't know. Fuck it. You have five. Congratulations. This okay. is like whose line is it anyways, where we don't keep the points and the points don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm keeping yours. Same to my hat. Who's gay? You have one point. Yay. I have two. All right. So, this one I know you will fucking get. What does AR-15 stand for? Armalite Rifle Model 15. Okay, next question. Hey! Two points for weekly. I hey. knew you would get that. I knew I had to put it in the question that I... <laughs> Automatic Rifle 15 clips per magazine God per second. Damn it. Per second. <laughs> <laughs> clips per magazine per second. Alright, this one you might know. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Tonight is the first ever WrestleMania. My next match, I'm about to challenge for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. If you would ask me. Who am I? Bonus, if you get both contenders. Fuck. That's who I was telling. Damn it. It's a bonus. If you if you get one, you get one point. You get two, you get two points. Bret Hart versus British Bulldog. Make final answer. You have an option to fix that now. Yes. You decide you want. Fuck it. Final answer. Wrong. Wrong. Junkyard Dog and Greg Valentine. Fuck. Fuck. I was thinking Junkyard Dog too. Now, it seemed the Valentine had won the match when he rolled up Junkyard Dog for the victory, despite holding on to the ropes. However, Tito Santana stormed the ring and informed the referee of Valentine's actions, leading to the ref deciding to restart the match. Valentine was less than happy, and he walked out. Junkyard Dog won by countout. He did not win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. The answer was Junkyard Dog. I lost that one. Alright. What ancient country weaponized projectiles? I will give you a hint. No. (laughs) I will give you a hint. It's around 20,000 BC. Oh, you mean like who invented the the Atalatl? Eskimos. Or not Eskimos. No. Technically, I guess. Think about the question. Weaponized projectiles. Throwing things to injure somebody. I mean, I guess came through these hands at Abel, like, uh... I'll I'll give you a hint. It ends with an A. A is the last letter. Okay, so... A is the last letter of a human civilization. Yes. That weaponized flying objects. Yes. Shane, <laughs> No, you already said no to that. Um, that would be fucking funny. I'll give you another hint. African. You're also a world history nut. Yeah, I know. And when There's I tell problem. you the answer, you're just going to be like, fuck. That's a problem, though. <laughs> Even the damn continent ends with an A. Africa! <sighs> Shit. You want me to go ahead and tell you? It hurts me. 
It hurts me. Something about guns. It's just projectiles in this instance, and it hurts me. But yes. Hang on. Okay, Phoenicians and... Fuck it. Let me hear it. Ethiopia. Oh, come on. Ethiopians. And it's just totally unrelated, but I gotta give my applause personally to Akon. Oh, yeah. How many people he has given electricity, communications technology, fucking internet to? The man quit making fucking tens of millions of dollars a year. Because he's got a full-time job doing this shit. Spending the millions and millions. He still makes music on occasion. Really? He pops up on featurings. Hmm. Featuring Akon. And it's just like, oh my god. And then he takes the money he gets in that, and he goes right back to what he was doing. It's like, God bless that man. Speaking of right back what we were doing, came with a segue. It's your question. It's a question. I'm ready. You know why I'm ready? Because I'm a winner. This question is one of my favorite wrestlers who brought about steroid awareness in professional sports. Which ECW stable included members such as Chris Benoit, Bam Bam Bigelow, and Shane Douglas? If you hint, this stable was created by Shane Douglas to rival WCW's Four Horsemen. Other members of this stable included Two Cold Scorpio, Dean Malenko, Chris Candido, and Supreme. The stable name? The stable name. I'm not... I don't know that one. I'll give you a hint. It's a match type. Very rare. No. Not so rare, I'll have to say. Usually it happens in uh, championship fuck-ups. No disqualification? No. No. Yeah, the, 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 the stable is called no disqualification. But it's like, it was meant to rival the four horsemen. So it was obviously limited in number. Didn't have Triple H in it. Yeah, that eliminates a lot of stables. It's kind of like Wolverine. An ECW. An ECW. Just came up with it, I believe. Yeah. I'm going to take a hit off of the Puka uh, here. I'm going to go with Extreme. Now, I'll give you one more shot, and I'm going to tell you. It's hard to enforce rules in this particular match. This stable was er, that was named after the stable. No holds part. No. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna push you to this answer. You're gonna cry of shame if you don't get this right. This match is a nickname for a match that has more than two contestants. Fatal four way. Oh my god, I knew we were gonna say that triple threat. Oh. When there's championship fuck ups, it was like, ah, oh, no, like Vladimir Kolslaw. No, I deserve championship shot. 
I right. thought of Triple Threat too, but uh, all my mind was going Four it's Horsemen. It's like, wait a minute, Four like, Horsemen, rival them. <gasps> Fiddle Four Way. No, no, it's Triple Threat. I'll take that L. Take that photo. Might make that. I, I, I've been taking L's all night. Well, you're about question. to take another one with this very obvious question. What country invented exploded rounds? Hint, it's the most obvious answer. Exploding rounds? Yes. Or exploded? Uh, exploding Okay, no, there's a problem with that, though. It's not China. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a very, very obvious answer. It's not America. Oh, I was about to say the, the, the great sovereign country of Texas. <laughs> At that time, that would be fucking... Well, actually, that's a pretty difficult one. The only thing I can think of would probably be Spain. I'll give you another hint. You made a joke that referred to somebody. Russia? You're shitting me. It's Russia. Wow. Yep. Now that I think point. about it, of course it would be Russia. Why wouldn't it be Russia? <laughs> I told you it's the most fucking... Like the mo- one of the most famous Russian combat knives is like Ivan. What is that? Look, Victor, I made a knife. Is gun? No, is knife. But why is not also gun? Now it's a knife with a twenty-two on it. That's Russia. A little bit's never enough. I think it's your question. <laughs> a knife with a 22 on it that's fucking hysterical. I think I'm kidding. That Even Lord Guns have guns. I like uh, how you typed out all the questions. <laughs> I didn't. I, I hand-wrote them. Which was, I hand-wrote them. Because that was... Go ahead. Who were the members? Of the Colossal Connection. Who wrestled together from 89 to 90. I'll give you a hint. One of them was royalty. Not Jerry Lawler. The Colossal Giants, you said? Colossal Connection. Mm. I don't know. I was, I was going to say Andre the Giant, but... You said royalty. Was one of them was royalty. And you said this is not. The other one was Andre the Giant. You got one point so far. Holy shit. Um, it's not Yokozuna. That would have been a good match. Andre the Giant versus Yokozuna. But that was a tag the Colossal Connection featuring Andre the Giant and your second point for this question. Oh, I think his name is Kane Gonzalez. Try again. One more shot. No, it was Giant Gonzalez. You got King right. King Booker. No, um... Booker T is fucking huge. Like, that man was tall. 6'4". He carried himself tall then. Like, yeah. He looked lanky by comparison to a lot of people. Yeah. Actually, a lot of wrestlers uh, wrestle in uh, heeled boots to make them look bigger. John Cena's actually 5'10". Yeah, that dude's swole. Like, he is an oddly wide 5'10". Yes. Anyway, um, that's why I always wear high tops. Yeah. Andre the Giant. And Kentucky. King. King. I 
I don't know why Papa Shaco fucking came in my head. Go ahead and tell me. It starts with an H. I'm drawing a blank. King Haku. King Haku and Andre would reign supreme from 1989 to 1990. They were managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan. The classic oh, yeah. broke up at WrestleMania Six when Haku no, and Heenan no, no. blamed Andre for the loss. Demolition won the belt. Yep. This was also the night Andre returned to being a fan favorite. Alright. Well, I'll take my one point. Yeah, take that point and be proud of it. You've gotten more than I have. That was a good gun, that. Actually, no, you, you, you're up to four. Four points. I'm not keeping count of mine. But, alright, this one is two-parter. The question and the bonus question for five. What was the first patent machine gun? Mm, that sucks. You're gonna have to define patent for me. Or define machine gun. Um, is it multiple rounds from? Brrr. Oh, like hold a trigger down, not a crank pulley like a Gatling gun. I'll give it to you. Oh, I'll give you half a point. It is the Gatlin gun. But what was what's the first word? Or the first phrase in front of Gatlin gun? Oh, the name? Yeah, the name. Oh, fuck that. I'll give you I'll give you a point because you did say Gatlin gun. The model 1862 Gatlin gun. Yeah. Trick question. Bonus for five. What year? 1861. Ding, ding, ding. You got five points. I know. That's when it was patented. It was produced in 1862. <laughs> All right. You're up to... What are you... That's ten points. I'm ten points already. Should I'm up to like three. I, oh, I forgot to give you some five-pointers. All right. You know what? I'll just give you an easy one to start with. What's the term for a wrestler who performs in a manner that generates positive fan reaction? Babyface. What's the term? For the opposite? opposite. Heel. All right. There's six points. One and five. All right. I think that was the easiest ones I've given you so far. Yeah. Uh, Jobber. You got Jobber right on. I did. And then the Santino Morello one. Oh, yeah. I I went into the You described the fucking situation. Like, you remember that. All right. And you said Vince McMahon. Bonus. (laughs) So before the podcast... We were actually talking about some questions. You said a name that I'm going to say, if you say it now, no. Okay. I'm not going to give you the point. Instead, I'll give you the company. What was, who invented the point two two three round? Oh. Oh, wait a minute. The company who invented it? I'll give you the, because that's a two two three. Remington... Ooh, and Eugene Stoner designed the rifle around it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fucking give me some. Right on it. All right, that's another point. You're up to 11. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, which part was right? Everything or Stoner? Stoner, right? All of it. All of it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, it was a two-parter. I was going to give you a point uh, if you would have named uh, one or the other or both. Yeah. Even if you would have named both, I would have only given you a point. Which you just you went to the whole shebang. Alright. The OG 
for a horseman. Do you feel comfortable with a question about them? I have a shirt with them on it. More or less, they came to pass in January 86 when Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, and the Andersons had to share an interview during which one of the four made a reference to the famed Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Who made this comment? Ask the last part of the question. The Four Horsemen more or less came to pass in January of 1986 when Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, and the Andersons had to share an interview during which one of the four made a reference to the famed Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Who made that legendary comment? None of the Andersons were known for their mic work. That's true. I'm going to go with Flair. Sounds like he'd be the one to do it, huh? Yep. Final answer? Yep. It was actually Arn Anderson, the enforcer himself. Holy shit. It was an accident. He just made a joke about it, and they're just like, good name for it. Four horsemen were born. Mother... Okay. Known for years as the enforcer, Arn Anderson inadvertently dubbed the group with their famous moniker. For months, Arn and his storyline relative, Ole... Had been playing the muscle for NWA champion Ric Flair in Flair's feuds with Dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA. The storyline was that Flair and the Andersons were cousins, a factor that would play out in Ole's ouster with the faction. Tully Blanchard, who along with manager J.J. Dillon had carved out a nice niche over the previous weeks, were added and history was made. Damn. And I even said the Andersons weren't known for the minor work, which they're not. They were known for like one thing, one thing only. So, mm-hmm. all right, and we'll take a short commercial break and we'll come back to it. And we're back with the next question, which I know, I think, I, I think I know you know this one. I gave you an easy one. One moment, big shout out. Tonight's severe inebriations brought to you by Bacardi Superior. Well, it's not brought to you by non, non-sponsored. Uh, no. Not sponsored, not sponsored, but the inebriation definitely came from them. Oh, yeah. Blame them happily. Mixing that with uh, the Walmart brand green tea, it's not bad. It's not. It's really good. It's very good. Be jealous of my swagger. <laughs> I'm I'm drinking again, not sponsored ad. Uh, Pure Leaf sweet tea. Care for some? Definitely not sponsored. Bacardi. In a second. Okay. All right. Uh, but all right. So the tenth question is pretty easy. What was the gun that won the West? Peacemaker. Or was it the Winchester Lever Action? Sure call. Was it the Winchester? Or the... Uh, right on. Alright, you said Winchester, but what's, when, what's, what's the name of the gun? Oh, uh, shit. I'll give 1873? You... Goddamn right. Yeah. Ah, Alright. That's the question for you. What caliber was it? A multitude, dude. It came in a lot of no. different ones. Well, the more famous being the 4440, actually. Oh, okay. But the 45 long coat was a nice touch. But, uh, all right, let's get to my next question. Which I'm not saying I'm running out, but um, it's kind of like uh, coronavirus cases left here. Well, you probably already won this because there's the next one I know you're, I think you're going to know. It's the Royal Rumble pay-per-view year 1996. Diesel. 
just cost me a chance to become the WWE Heavyweight Champion. Who am I? Diesel. Diesel. Oh, fuck it. If you hit, Diesel was not in a good mood after losing the WWE Heavyweight Championship a few months earlier. Diesel hadn't been enjoying a championship reign, which had lasted over a year. While Diesel was scheduled to be a part of the Royal Rumble match, this person was scheduled to challenge Bret Hart for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. By the way, Shawn Michaels won the Royal Rumble. Sweet chin music, Diesel, over the top rope. Ninety-six, Royal Rumble. Hogan? Nope. Dragon. <laughs> I can give you a hint that'll give it away, but it's so obvious. So obvious. Give me a hint. That was it. Oh, Undertaker? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I rolled my eyes at him like three times before he was fighting. Like, give me a hit. It's like, but I've been giving you hints. One point. All right. You the next one. There. Who is George Luger? I'm. Okay. So he's a crowd. Am I right? There's a German. I don't know. Is he a firearms inventor? I will say he is inventor Did of he... the. The Luger pistol. The recoil-based rotating uh, triangular lock action semi-automatic 9mm and 7.65mm. Well, there's your fucking point. I literally put inventor of the 9mm round. Oh, yeah. Huh. 9mm Luger, 9mm Parabellum. Eh, different shows. Okay. Let's get to my next question. That was it. Dayton, what are you up to? 13? <laughs> I don't know. 13. Let's I have nothing to keep you track. I've just been... And this one... No, not that one. That one's too long to read. Fuck that. I'm going to page six. I have a lot of them. God, these are all old though. Fuck. But I did better at picking questions. Oh, here we go. It's the ECW brand's first ever December to Dismember pay-per-view. Rob Van Dam just eliminated me from the Extreme Elimination Chamber match. Who am I? The six competitors scheduled for the match were Bobby Lashley, Rob Van Dam, that person, Test, Sabu, and the ECW World Champion Big Show. ECW World Heavyweight Championship was up for grabs. Tommy Dreamer? Try again. Remember, Tommy Dreamer didn't have a lot of uh, ECW World Championship matches. True. Before the match, Sabu was knocked out backstage and replaced by... Paul Heyman's hand-picked man, Hardcore Holly. Unfortunately, the answer to our question was the first man to be eliminated from the match. Eventually, it came down to Lashley and Big Show. With Lashley, Sandman. Nope. Give me it. That man was not old. He's not old now, but he's not the same. Not he was also in TNA. That really doesn't eliminate things now that I think about it. That doesn't eliminate a lot of people. 
Fuck you, Rob Van Dam. Sabu has been a DNA as well. Diesel. <laughs> My dog, Diesel. Um. <laughs> TNA nonstop action. I almost want to say Balls Mahoney. No. I don't know. Who, who was it? I'll give you the biggest hint. Paul Heyman's... I can't say he was a favorite client of Paul Heyman's, but he was for a while. CM Punk? Yep. First man eliminated in that match. Fucking hell. I don't know why I was thinking. I was trying to think of, like, like ECW days when they first, like, ended. Oh, yeah. Like, no. it was one, the second run through. Okay. The one where John Cena was actually okay. in. See, if you would have said second, oh, I might have guessed CM Punk. Yeah. All right. I noticed you were naming the old cool guys, and I'm like, wait a minute, no. Uh, Shit, you weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> Alright, fucking... Here's an easy one. Who makes the 500 Magnum? Like, the gun itself? Yes. Oh, uh, that's nothing awesome. Alright, Dink. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, just for uh, brownie points, the firearm is based on what's called the X-Frame. For reference, the Model 29 is an in-frame. It is a large-frame revolver. The X-frame is literally an extra-large-frame revolver. <laughs> so, I just love that oh, fucking dude. little thing. It's kind of like how... Um, I thought you were about to ask me, what is an X-frame for a point? I'm like, what? <laughs> no, so, okay, okay, what's a J-frame for a point? I don't fucking know. Uh, it's a small, small frame. Like a five-shot. I'm not revolver. a gun guy, I'm a wrestling guy. <laughs> You're a wrestling guy? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like okay. Fine then. Who are the members of the Rockers? Tag team staple. Oh. You went back to old school. Yeah, no I had it going by. But it's one of the most famous tag teams. And it was it, it spawned a legendary career. Oh, fucking. I want to say Marty Jannetty and fucking uh, Shawn Michaels. Fucking six points right there, man. All right. First off, you got Marty Jannetty. No offense to that man. Love him. He's charismatic as shit. But oh my god, he has fallen off the face of the earth. He don't want us anymore. Like he will. What? He don't do anything anymore. I know. Like fuck, I'd hire Marty Jannetty construction. Speaking of, <laughs> this this segue's gonna be dark. Speaking of, um, who don't do anything anymore? The answer to our next question: Who founded Browning? <laughs> That's a dark fucking joke. It hurts my feelings. You know how much that man by himself has done for firearm innovation. Well, actually. It's, it's, beautiful things like the it's not. Rifle. It's not John Moses Browning. Oh, his dad. No. Grandfather? No. Dude, look, I have the book in the bathroom. It can't be that far back. It's not back. It's for to his son Val A. Browning. One year after he died, which for bonus points, what was the year Browning was founded? What the shit? I'll give you a hint. Early 1900s. Oh, shit. 
06. Higher. 08. You're way off higher. It's not 17. I know you. I know it's not 17. One more. One more and then ain't. But you're higher. That's still higher. Is it 1919? No. It was 1918. Okay, cool. No. 1927. That's right. He didn't. He invented it. He didn't produce it. He sold the patent to Colt. That's why Colt made the first 1911s. Oh, well. I don't give a fuck. The man's still here with me. Goddamn right. Mm-hmm. All right. Starting Auto Five by itself is just recent enough for that man to go down in fucking annals of history. All right, I'm out of questions I want to ask. I'm the rest of them are too fucking long winded. All right, hit well. me with some bonus ones. All right, well, all right. What does the Barrett M95 shoot? Looks like a what four sixteen Barrett. I'll give you a hint. I joke about it. You joke about it? I joke about it. You joke about it. What does it shoot? Uh, anything you point it at? You make jokes about it. About stuffing one of these in like a handgun, making a blank, blank, blank. Handgun. Handgun. That's why, it. Why did you bring the M99? Isn't that the single shot bolt action? Hey, never mind. I just paper. went. I just went. I just went on okay. Wikipedia right. sniper rifles and found it. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> what is the bullet diameter of the forty-five ACP? Four two seven. No, it's the forty-four magnum. Excuse me. Uh, four five three or four five six. You are very close. You are very close. Four I'll, five three or four five six. Is it neither. one of those? Neither. Four fifty one. Yeah. Thing. Okay, okay, okay. There's 45 long colt, 45 ACP, 45, 40, uh, 4570. All of them are. different fucking sizes. And the 44 is not even 44, it's a 427. I'll give you a bonus point. The 357 What's the millimeter equivalent? To 451. Like actual millimeters? Or yes, millimeters. Actual millimeters. Oh, shit, it oh. is bigger than the 9mm. Yeah, it's an 11. Because a twelve. Okay, no, a twelve point seven is a fifty cal. So twelve point seven by ninety nine is a BMG round. A ten millimeter is basically a forty cal. So it's got to be between a ten and a twelve. It is. It is so between a 10 eleven point two, eleven point three, eleven point five, four, eleven five, eleven point five. All right. Well, it was a good question. It's good for those of us who are doing hand reloads and things like that. We're going to need to know that. And here's a bonus for 10 points. Because this one's very specific. What Vietnam War sniper rifle was used by the U.S. Marine Corps? The M24? Or the Remington 700? Okay, so hang on. Let me get get through this here. Vietnam Air. Vietnam Air. We still had Springfields in service at the time. Yep. Uh, is that the one you're talking about? Nope. Because we got that. We got the M24, which was a bolt action. Nope. 
We had the Remington 700. And... Nope. I mean, it was in 308. Yeah, I'll give you in. You have not named the company who makes it yet. Bolt action. What Vietnam War sniper rifle was used by the U.S. Marine Corps? Uh, was used by Are they going to kill me? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Which he hasn't listened to the podcast yet. He doesn't give a shit about what we do. He doesn't. He doesn't care about that shit. You know why? He is he. He has too much shit going but on. But we're fine. That's beside the point. The point is, I haven't named the fucking company yet. I'm going to go down the list of fucking companies and see what the fuck I'm talking about. Winchester. Yes. It's a Winchester. It's a fucking Winchester bolt it's, action? It's a Winchester. Oh my god. I'll give you another hint. Winchester model, and it's a number. Is it a teen number or in the 20s? Oh, you're far off. Model 70? Yes! Oh, shit. Dude, no fucking... Okay, to find a Winchester M70 out there, that'd have been rare as shit, dude. Remington already had... He was, they were all over the fucking... I put that question into Google, and I put what came up. Got any more questions for me to not know? Um, bonus point for zero. Zero points, sir. Zero points. What company invented, like, like made this? Yeah. For modern, uh, Army use. You mean what for modern army use? Oh. I was thinking it, but I didn't say it. Um, I probably don't know. The fucking um, rifle fucking the army carries. Colt? I just had that. The M4A1? That's it. M4A1. M4A1. Yeah, it's only on modern. Usually carry, yes. Well, not the A1 anymore. Sometimes they carry M16s, which is really cool. I was thinking M16. Oh, yeah, that, that's cool. Alright, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. What's the cult version of the Browning VAR? I have no idea. It's used by the FBI. No idea. It's used to hunt down John Dillinger. Don't so, know that one. It's the cult monitor. It's a 30 6 semi-automatic rifle. It's basically the Browning VAR, but by cult. Huh. <laughs> What came first, the SKS or the AK-47? AK-47? Uh-uh, SKS came first. It's yeah. a direct predecessor. Oops. Who came first, the Sergei Bear 44 or the AK-47? Bear 44. You're right, but it doesn't matter because Kalishnikov totally didn't copy the designs of the Germans, and I'll stand by that to the day I die. I mean, ask me about wrestling. Oh, fine. You want to ask me guns? I'll about ask you about wrestling. Okay. In the feud between John Cena and Bray Wyatt, okay. what did he use to inflict psychological damage onto John Cena before their steel cage match? Um, a small, delicately carved oh, marble dildo. That would be fucking weird. It'd be some Bray Wyatt shit, though. Am I right? 
No. I'm going to guess massive concussions for 500. <laughs> was it a particularly hard part of the ring with Batista raising and lowering his arms? It was a choir of children in sheet masks surrounding the ring singing. Um, I need to knock he's on got some the dope. whole world in his hands. Yeah, I'm going to knock on some WWE exec doors and just poke my head in and see if they're okay. Oh, it's gotten worse. They need some milk. Bray Wyatt's gotten so much worse. They need a hug. Bray Wyatt's the best thing in WWE. They need two hugs. <laughs> um. All right. Who was the only man that was undefeated for 168 matches straight? Undefeated for 168 matches straight. Jesus. It wasn't Swagger, was it? No, it definitely wasn't Swagger. Nope, this was in WCW. Oh, shit. WDCW. Fuck me. Um, Damn it. Wasn't Mr. Perfect, was it? He was my childhood favorite Hugh. Uh, oh, yeah! Oh, wrestler. God, I feel like a dick. It was Goldberg. Yep, there it is. <laughs> That's right. He I wanted to go, Amber. who's next? <laughs> and I've just been like... You won. You won. You beat me like by 23, 24 points. What year was the 1903 rifle in 1902. I mean, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Fucking. What do you call a bullet that's completely flat at the tip? Like it looks like a, a tin can sticking out. God. Fat boy. No, um. It is a fat boy. The thick boy. Thick. Thick. <laughs> is this the crush of crab? No, this is Pat Thick. God, I hate that meme. <laughs> it's called a wad cutter, by the way. Oh. Alright, uh, who is the current SmackDown champion? Booker T. That would be fucking weird. No, it is It is someone... Um, from that era? From the Pat. Yeah, from that era. <laughs> Finley. Give you a hint. He debuted in WWE by challenging The Rock to a match. Eh. Goldberg. He's the current SmackDown. Oh yeah, that's right. He wasn't done wrestling. I remember you saying that. Yeah. <sighs> Gotta hound that boy. WrestleMania. It's, it's gonna be weird. Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Goldberg said, who's next? And the Roman Reigns basically um, said, I'm next, and that's that's it. That's the build-up to the match. I don't want to say I'm, I'm mad that Goldberg is the champion, because part of me, that childhood part of me is like, oh, Goldberg, yes! But then there's that part of me that Bray Wyatt was the champion. Let's see who be too faster, Goldberg and Roman Reigns, or Roman Reigns or Leukemia. Wow. Hey, Roman Reigns crushed that shit. He did great. He was just like, I got cancer, like, the next weekend. I beat cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom. I was kidding. Uh, she, anything that happens to her, she just rolls off and goes with it. She, she, I don't know how she does it. She's incredible. Like me, I just, well, how many times in our six-year friendship have you seen me sick? Rarely ever. Like, Twice, I just don't get sick. But when I do, I'm out. Yeah, 
Speaking of being out for our final segue, we have 10 seconds left. So weekly, um, fucking, you want to do the outro? I do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been wonderful. Have a good night on Zuma Box. And remember, we're all winners. Yeah.